Yes. Beautiful. Welcome to Season of the Bitch, the Love Just podcast that was going to be late to record this recording because we got high. Because we got high, because we got high, because, because we, we got, got high. high. Also, that, that was going to be so half of us were late due to getting high. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Classic Aries, we were early (laughs) (laughs) i was out here trying to contour my face and then a lot of my um i have like a whole palette of highlighters and i was just like these are so pretty yes (laughs) well today we have laura zoe contour parentheses contoured (laughs) sorry helen (laughs) and ozzy (gasps) what who are they? Pew, pew, right. Pew. Everyone, your favorite podcast host named Jules is now your favorite podcast host named Ozzy. Hold oh. for applause. Yay! <laughs> we love to see it. We love to see our ever-changing BBs. Hell yeah. Plus, Ozzy, first of all, I'm so excited that you're going to start your Buffy journey because... <laughs> Oz is basically the best. Like if if so a man excited. if a man could be the best, I would say Oz is it probably. Judges and looking at one, you, Zoe, one man endorsed by the pod. Um, he's definitely the best one on that show. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, I also that's what I'm hottest. going for all the time. Ozzy, you are the hottest. But- yeah, like, Oz and Buffy, not the hottest. Not the hottest man. I would say Spike is. Mm, okay. Also, Giles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm like, I have to watch this so I can like figure out what all this is about. But- <laughs> it says a lot about me that the the man I'm most attracted to is. <laughs> is the one that is definitely non-binary. No, Spike is very hot. I was I was kidding about Giles, but my previous roommate is obsessed with him. Oh my god, amazing. Anyway, you may have um gathered that we're doing a 420 episode. Um one thing that we wanted to say ahead of time is that obviously all of us are very privileged. Um by not being black, basically, um, because we can talk about this in a silly way. We certainly have done conversations that are more of a serious variety on this topic that talk about, um, obviously, the decriminalization and expunging of all records and releasing people from prison who have any marijuana um What is it called? Yeah. Convictions. Thank you. And... Um, So obviously we understand that we are in a privileged part of the population to be able to even do this. Um, I think all of us have been living in a bit of crisis in our own ways, um, as I think many people are uh, in the fucking hellscape that is uh, living in the United States in a pandemic that they're pretending isn't happening. Um, so we wanted to just be silly with it. So just be prepared. Uh, we're getting silly with it. 
na 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 na. Here's my silly thing. So Laura is having this really important conversation with the listeners about like the fact that <laughs> we're able to be openly high. And in we're doing this over Zoom, the screen beneath them as they're explaining all of this, Zoe is doing the cutest faces. So cute. I was so like trying clearly, to keep it together. So clearly taking selfies. <laughs> and I was like, we got to tweet out the episode, but it was the juxtaposition of the message. And Zoe with like their classic, like hands below the chin oh, pose. No. I was actively listening to Laura. No, you, no, I'm sure I mean, like, you, were. you know what I'm going to say anyway, because we have the same brain. <laughs> so like t- selfie away. Well, yeah, no, it wasn't a roast. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, Zoe looks incredible. So, Like, so hot. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So I thought maybe we could start with, like, what each of us took slash is taking throughout this process so that the listeners know where we're at in our brains. Right. Um. I just I took a... um an edible like a chewy gummy thing yum sort of like a cross between gummy and like you know that um like bark that like fake bark that you can chew on the candy bark yeah brittle no <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was also thinking taffy <laughs> <laughs> no it's like it's like it's like red and thin and i think it's like literally called bark anyway it's fine mm. um it's like a uh, yeah whatever well it sounds um, delicious how are you feeling colin um well i am pretty sure i'm gonna die on a hill that there's a thing called candy bark um <laughs> so you can decide <laughs> i guess obsessed Okay, while y'all introduce yourselves, or not introduce yourselves, introduce your experiences, I'm literally going to be, like, furiously Googling, trying to figure out what the fuck I'm talking about. Yes, get back to us on it. I I'm will, so excited. I will return with that answer. You should screen share yes. <laughs> when yes! you find it. Um, I, I have just been vaping so far. Um, I told the co-host this already, but I found an old vape cartridge at the bottom of my closet, and I was like free weed from the universe um need to partake in it but i am taking advantage of the freelance lifestyle so i've been smoking for a little bit longer than the traditional workday might allow for um i'm very excited to get started oh as you should as you should amazing um first i took what i call my god tier combo which is um these like one-to-one cbd thc watermelon sour gummies and then I took that with half an Ativan because weed, weed makes me a little bit anxious. And I'm going to pause because Kellen clearly found candy bark. I forgot <laughs> what it was. I was, when I said candy bark, <laughs> what I meant was fruit leather. <laughs> oh, you know, that's that funny because I, I was like, I, that's like what I was thinking of. Like when I said taffy, I was imagining fruit leather, but I couldn't remember what that was called either. Mm. I couldn't either. But yes, it was somewhere between fruit leather and a gummy. Oh, Amazing. that sounds great. That sounds, that sounds delicious. When I was a kid, that was like the only like candy that I could have, except on like very special occasions, was fruit leather. So mm. that's like, I, I love fruit leather. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I found um, it by googling chewy red fruit bark, um, and, and you there. found it. So other people have. That's yeah. That. 
<laughs> oh my god anyway sorry for interrupting no oh my god no we no need sorry we yeah <laughs> no so yeah i had my god to your combo and then i also have smoked a couple hits of i rolled a joint that is um well weed i don't remember the name of the strand and i put in some of my blue dream shatter and I put in some of my herbal blend I called Airplane that. Mode. I know. Oh my God. It's, I also love that. <laughs> I know. It is an elevated joint. We're not playing around with Taurus season, okay? We're not. <laughs> yeah, that's, I love that. Wow. I do love that the start of Taurus season is 420. As much as Aries would love to claim it, we can't. And honestly, it makes sense because we love that for Taurus. Um, I did... It's like a syrup um, concentrate type sitch. In a bottle, there's 750 milligrams of THC. Wowie. Um, And I mm. did a teaspoon and a half. So I'm not sure at the math of that. Um, but we're going to find out. And I packed my little bubbler, which you got to hear at the beginning, um, taking over for Zoe the last two years of the 420 episode. Yes. Um, also, wait, can we take a quick coven survey? Because I now know how Laura pronounces it. How do we all pronounce the word S-Y-R-U-P? Oh, syrup. Aussie? Syrup? Okay, yes, yeah, syrup. That's what I say. Yeah, you said syrup, right? Yes, I think you can do either, but I do syrup. Oh yeah, I've heard both. I just need to take a quick survey. We're two for two. It's fine. (laughs) Two for two. Syrup is okay. I'm so glad to be coming in with the um, like tie making vote, so we can do a balanced podcast. I'm just confused, Laura. Like, what does everybody around you say? Because I think of syrup as being like the northerners' pronunciation. Oh. Mm, no, Buffalo. So Buffalo is pretty Midwestern dialectically um, gotcha. because it's the westernmost part of New York State. We have a lot of like Chicago energy. We do the hard A's. Um, how does Chicago and does Chicago and Zoe, how do Chicagoans tend to say syrup? I don't know. And I'm I, yeah. going out later and I will be asking everyone. I yes. That's a yes. Report back. Oh my God. Please report <laughs> back. Yes. It's just going to be me like stoned at this 420 event. I just literally being do like, that hello, too. how do you pronounce S-Y-R-U-P? I, I, my partner's from New Jersey. And one time I asked him like, how do you pronounce it? And he said syrup. And I had to like really consider things. Wow. And then mm. I, I was like, do you say online? Like, or in line? Like when you're talking about like, all right, we're going to check out. Let's go get blank. In line. It's in line. Uh, in line. Yeah, in line. Yeah, except but for I in do... a very small part of the country, like no. New Jersey and New York, where people say online. No. And I asked him, yeah. I said, what? Yeah. I What's the on? What are you on? You're on the floor. I have a good yeah. one. It's just New Jersey. It's not even <laughs> just New York. I what do so. you call the thing that is a candy on a stick? A lollipop. Yeah, lollipop. Am I not thinking is there another? Thing? I would say a lollipop, too. Okay, see, I say sucker. Yeah, I say sucker. I've never I the only thing I ever thought was a lollipop was like the big circular rainbow thing. Like I thought that was like a specific type of sucker called a lollipop. Oh, interesting. (laughs) That does deserve its own name. I agree. If it's Mm. in like rainbow colors, it definitely does. Oh my god, right? I mean I thought that was like like, the quintessential archetypal lollipop. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like that's God tier lollipop, but they're all lollipops. (laughs) 
Yeah. That one I know is like a weird Buffalo area one. Interesting. We're learning a lot today, everyone. Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't even get to the other thing. Um, Yes, Laura, please go on. Yeah. Okay. So we are going to be answering some questions that y'all submitted and also questions that we submitted because TBH, you you didn't submit many. And honestly, like maybe you were scared. How dare you? How dare you? I had to like ask friends that don't even listen to the podcast. I was like, tell me a question you would love to hear me and my friends explain while stoned. I feel like that could be better because they'll be more curated to us, though. Yeah. Well, and like my friends asked good questions like, does it have to be weed themed? And I was like, no. And so one of the questions we got, which I really enjoyed getting because it fired me up, um, doesn't have anything to do with weed, but I just think it'll be fun for us to answer stoned. Anyway. Hell yes. We're going to start. Oh, oh. sorry. Well, I had a question, but it's I I realized by asking it, I would have just jumped in the question line because but it was not like a (laughs) question. You're allowed. (laughs) I was just sitting there and I just had a thought and I was like, oh, I have a question before we start. But that's what this whole thing. No, no. But I think you should. That is the most high thought I've ever heard. Also, <laughs> like, that is Aries energy, and we got to give it to us. I cut in line with my syrup survey. That, I, I guess that's, I mean, so I can't argue with that. That was logic. a great question. Co- the coven has infinite cuts in line. That's yeah. fair. Just we might not get to any questions, there. and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> So I was going to ask, do y'all, so something I like to do when I'm high, and I'm realizing now this might be an extremely me thing, but I was like, I wonder if other people do this, because I like to quiz myself. Like, I was just like, <laughs> the face that Laura just made. I was just thinking while y'all were talking, I was like, I wonder if I could quickly recount the plot of the first Star Wars movie. Ooh. And then I was like, but like another- and can you? Yeah, well, I realized I would just sing that song by Weird Al, and then I was like, good one, me. Like, <laughs> you, that's exactly how you would do it. Um, but then another thing that I, I have did so like, many one time, questions. One time I got <laughs> extremely high, and I just laid in my bed trying to do, trying to graph in my head X, X squared, X cubed, X to the fourth, X to the fifth. No. Like, okay, this is extremely air trine energy. Like, <laughs> this is the most air trine shit I have ever seen. I was like, do you say, ever... like, I couldn't do that sober at yeah, this point same. in my life. Well, <laughs> I, I was just like, I was trying to remember, I was like literally just sitting there being like, do I remember how to do calculus? and then like trying to do it in my head <laughs> i wouldn't even ask that the question answer is no because the answer personally. is like yeah. deeply deeply no so well, no that i forgot it well exists. now we know what doctors do in their spare time <laughs> i guess it was do you want to know what like... a phd dropout does <laughs> yes i want to know what all of y'all do um, I guess some of my favorite things to do we are going to cover in questions if we do ever get Ooh. to them. I guess it's more just like, what do you think about? Because like a lot of times what I'm like, about? what if I gave myself a quiz? Well, often I think about like romantic things. <laughs> Cute. Just because like, true. and that's my I water get, train like, shit, very which you do too. High. You have yeah. the same. <laughs> and... I just feel like I'm just like, what if we all felt all our feelings and they were real cute <laughs> feelings Aww. and yeah, kind of go down. I mean, like I have a Pisces Venus, so like there's a lot of like imagination 
So I think about the expansivity of the universe and then I have an existential crisis and that's why I have to take out of it. That is literally (sighs) the most sad stellium stuff because you're like (laughs) philosophy, philosophy, philosophy. Yeah, I'm like the universe is so it goes on forever. That makes no sense. There have to be ends. But what what do they look like? Would we know what if other worlds end before we ever find them? And then I'm like, I'm I have to take an out of him. Right. That's so, so interesting. I'm too smart for weed, apparently. <laughs> well, so is Kellen. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, you know, sometimes. In like, different I ways. Do you, you remember being. Yeah, like, Kellen has a good time doing it. Oh, I love it. But do you remember being young and being like, like when you first start drinking, being like, I'm actually not that drunk and I'll prove it to you by speaking entirely in Spanish or like whatever your oh. version is. And then it's like, oh no, you would only be at a bar being like, let you know, let me speak to you in Spanish to prove I'm not drunk if you were drunk. Exactly. Because otherwise you would just yes. be like, I'm not drunk and everyone would believe you. <laughs> I feel like I still do this thing where I'm like, let me test how high I am. Like, I wonder if I can like, you know, in 30 seconds, explain the plot of the first Star Wars such that someone who hasn't seen it would understand. Or I wonder if I can reverse engineer the graphs for X, X to each power. And so I test myself to be like, how high am I? Let's find out. But the answer is like, you're probably pretty high if you're trying to figure out how high you are <laughs> by giving yourself riddles. I love like, I mean, when I was a kid, I really liked What's that game that it like, it would be like whatever grade you're in and it was attached in a corner and there were long rectangles and you would like spin the thing and it like had questions. Oh, I feel like I kind of know what you're talking about, but I, I forget I, what it's called. Are you called. talking about like a Wheel of Fortune style thing? No, it wasn't like guessing letters. No, I meant like the apparatus. Oh, <laughs> um, oh no, that's like the catchphrase. Mach- I feel like it's like that. I feel like it was more like, like sort of like a fortune teller vibe. It was called like not... quiz, t- quiz something. Not a cootie catcher. <laughs> oh no, I know. Is it. that what you call a fortune teller? A fortune teller. No, now we're oh, getting maybe. into another linguistic. Um, that is a regional difference. I, I will I say that cootie catcher that, but... being the little like paper fortune teller that you moved your hands around is so southern. Hey, y'all got a cootie catcher? Yeah, y'all what? I'm play? like, what is that? No, the cootie catcher. Little, little fortune teller. I'm looking it up. Wow. Well, while you're looking it up, I was going to say that I think Brain the quest. main thing. I knew it had something oh, to do with Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. That is not what I was envisioning at all. Um, but I Oh, feel like my you God. Were... The way you describe, <laughs> you're describing a spi- like a spiral notebook. You know how you like thing. spin it and that's how you yeah, get yeah. to the next I, one? For some reason, I thought you were talking about like, you know, that craft that you could do when you were little that's like fake weaving, but you just take pieces of paper and like weave them oh, in yeah. and out of each other. Yes. I was imagining that for some reason. <laughs> I, and that I was like, imagining has nothing to do with what you were describing. I was imagining a vertical wheel of fortune. <laughs> that sounds very fun. Though. I, I would cannot wait to, to listen that. to this tomorrow morning and be like, oh, that's because you what? explained that like a fucking asshole. <laughs> no no it was we were just all on such different pages I love it (laughs) but I was gonna say I often when I smoke what I like about it is that it lets me like if I'm feeling anxious it lets me sort of like turn off my brain Mm, and like let go of some of those thoughts so oftentimes it's like it just kind of lets me do whatever it is I'm doing and like not think too much but I do also have 
I feel like sometimes I'll just be like sitting there when I'm just sitting and thinking and it'll like unlock a memory that I forgot I had or like just a random thing will come up that's like oh like cootie catchers like (laughs) I haven't thought about that in years and it's just kind of a fun like easter egg from my past self to my future self that's just like hey I love that no I do love that that's really cute um so I thought maybe we could start with well we started with other things which is perfect <laughs> we're almost halfway through the episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's go um with like our cannabis use our relationship and story with weed maybe like our first experience having weed um and just kind of go and go around and and do a little bit about that. Yeah, so I, I've definitely talked about this. If you're a Patreon person and you've listened to um, – I did a few psychedelics episodes. Um, I smoke a bunch of weed. Um, and Laura, what? I know. <laughs> I know. As I'm like, I maybe had 100 milligrams in this syrup and I'm having the, the – <laughs> It's fine. No, literally, like, I I have weed every day. Um, I use it medicinally for a number of reasons. It helps with my hunger suppression um, from depression so that I feel hunger because um, that has been a big issue for me since many of my family members died. Um, and then also, like, it helps with my anxiety and also helps with my body pain because I have endometriosis and rheumatoid arthritis, which we've talked about for sure. Um, and my, I, I can't tell you, I, I'm not sure which one of these was my first experience, but I will tell you about one really early experience of smoking weed. I smoked weed before I drank, which is interesting because I also, like, I still don't drink anymore. Um, I obviously did in between, but, uh, anyway, one time I was visiting friends out in Dansville, New York, which is literally in the middle of nowhere, central New York. And these were it was like a friend I went to summer camp with and we were like 14, 15 or something. And we at the time I like could not handle scary things. I, I like really I only recently have been able to watch scary movies like in the last two years of my life. Um, and we smoked a joint. There was like four of us in a group. We were literally listening to the song we were <laughs> singing at the beginning um, and walking in this friend of mine's like really rural backyard. And we came across an abandoned house and I was so freaked out. I, I was like pure petrified because I was already like a scaredy cat like could not handle stuff and then like I did not I refused to go in the house but I was still terrified to like understand outside which is why you're alive today to tell the tale Thank you. yes exactly um and RIP to my friends <laughs> just kidding they also made it um but yeah that I think was like my first time um I can talk about My first time. So I was still in high school, but I was visiting like friends that were older at Penn State, home of Kellen's postdoc. (laughs) Um, Isn't that kind of like a fun life full circle moment? Like now Kellen's being a genius. The first place I smoked weed. (laughs) Kellen doesn't have a job. Um, (laughs) 
if you think Helen Just Jeremy, kidding, we're all unemployed. No. <laughs> I oh, definitely am. I if, get it if you if you have any employment <laughs> opportunities for me though, like, you know, send them send them your send them this way. <laughs> Um, anyway, I was at Penn State visiting friends and so, yeah, I was like 15 or 16 and we were at this party and then I was outside and they were smoking a joint and it was offered to me and I was like, sure. Um, I like Nancy Reagan teach you nothing, Zoe. She didn't. She really didn't. Um, you said actually, yes yeah, drugs. she taught me this, like to be in the dare program where they were like, drugs are really fucking cool. Your brain has a good time. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> cool. throw me right in. Um, I don't really remember. Like I didn't get particularly high. We definitely like went to DP dough and I ate a calzone and my friends were like, oh, so cute. Like she has the munchies. And I was like, I truly don't know that I'm high, but this is delicious. So I guess I was. Cause mm. if you had DP dough, that's the only way to do it. <laughs> If you had DDP dough, saying it was delicious would not make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Means you were very high. Um, So that was the first time. And then, like, I started smoking regularly probably when I was, like, we'll say 18. Um, (laughs) um, And I smoked regularly for a while um, until an intense experience we're going to get to later. But not that intense. Just, like, when I kind of started getting more anxious smoking. So... I still feel like I have um, a stoner personality, but I don't actually smoke weed very much, but I do use every CBD product um, known to man. And yeah, I still like getting high sometimes, but like I need the Ativan or else, as I explained, my brain just like goes the fuck off. True. Um, So my first time smoking was like, I want to say senior year of high school, maybe maybe freshman year of college, somewhere around there, roughly age 18. And I was with a couple of my high school friends and um, they like were passing a joint around and like, I was like, okay, I'll do this. And then I had what I guess a lot of people have on their first time smoking is that I like didn't really get very high. And I was like, okay, this doesn't really accomplish anything for me. And I actually really don't like it. And every time I smoked after that, I was like, I just don't really like this. I don't really get the point of it. And then I had an edible for the first time. And that was life changing because what I realized is I don't like smoking. Like I don't like the physical sensation this. of smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause like when we first, I, I just never had an edible and this, like the feeling of smoking is like, I'll do it occasionally, but like, it's pretty unpleasant for me. So I would just be like, yeah, I don't really smoke weed. But anyway, then at like 26 or seven, I had my first edible, which is like, whatever. I mean, I just thought I didn't like weed. Yeah. And then I was like, oh no, I actually love weed. I just hate Amazing. inhaling smoke. Oh my god! I, I truly love remember this because now. I brought <laughs> I to one of to the New York live show some edibles, and yeah, some, yeah, oh. yeah. So big moment, yeah. So that was like when I was like, oh no, I actually like this. Um, I still I don't like have edibles that often, but I keep them around in case the mood so strikes. Yeah, like today. Yeah, um, today's special. <laughs> Ozzy, what about so your true. first time? Yeah. I feel like we're like um, insects that I'm like, Ozzy, what about your first time? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what that. your sex ed was like, Zoe? <laughs> no, but it's what our sex ed could be like. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Um, you honestly, don't want to my... hear about my first time having sex 
<laughs> you really don't. Yeah, like, that I mean, shit is terrible. <laughs> Uh, anyway we'll save that for another episode (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah exactly um but I so I smoked weed like a few times in high school not frequently but honestly all of my first times were very boring because like Kellen said I didn't really get high like I just didn't know what it felt like a lot of times it was like 20 kids sharing one joint which is like not actually enough to get you high so it just was like boring not worthy of note I will talk about one of my early times when we talk about um some specific stories but I think just like generally my relationship with weed since high school has been I do kind of prefer it to drinking I definitely smoke more than I drink um and I think for me it's been Um, especially when I had anxiety that I was not treating with psychiatric medication as I am now. Um, it was a really nice way to just like be able to turn off my racing thoughts sometimes. Um, and since then it's been just like, yeah, regular, wonderful part of my life. We love to see it. Um, But speaking of more specific stories, I wanted to ask everyone if you have any favorite and or least favorite times that you were high to share. Well, as I alluded to, I have a least favorite. Um, so Please this, tell us. <laughs> this was, I was like 22 or 23. I had gotten my wisdom teeth out, which is relevant because at the time I smoked regularly, but like I hadn't for a week. So my tolerance was lower than usual. And my friend like made tincture for the first time. And so like several of us were like at his place. He like gave us all, he basically mixed it with water and made like shots of like, um, green dragon, which is Everclear and wheat. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we all took it and we're like hanging out, whatever, and then didn't really feel anything. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home. Like we all kind of dispersed. And then turns out that like simultaneously me and like two or three of my close friends at the time are having horrible fucking times. So I get home and I'm like, I start, I heat up food. I start eating. And then I'm just like the highest I've ever been. I started getting like very anxious and just like, yeah, having like, honestly, it felt like a bad trip, but I've never actually had a bad trip on psychedelics, but this was it. And I find out the next day, like one of my other friends was freaking out. My other friend got home and started like convincing herself that she was pregnant um, and like having panic attacks. And so I woke up the next, I finally went to sleep. I called my friend who was a nurse and made her, I was like, she kept being like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I mean, no, no, like I'm not okay, but I'm sure that I'm like, okay. And I just like kept (laughs) being like, no, but yeah, but no. And she was like, okay, like try to breathe, whatever. Finally go to bed. Woke up the next morning, still really high. Like my eyes are like bloodshot. I <laughs> oh, had to go no, to class. I'm still so stoned. That's when like I see my friends the next day also in class. And we were all like, okay, cool. You had a terrible time too. Because <laughs> we were all so high. We weren't even like texting each other. We were just like all freaking oh, out. Right. Then I like talked to my friend about it. And like, we were like telling him and he was like, oh yeah, I gave everyone like four doses. And we were like, what the Jesus fuck? Christ. Why? And he was like, I had never made it before. So like, I didn't know if it would work. So I just like poured big doses and we were all like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so fucked up. And after that, I had to take it very slow. And I feel like that made my brain more programmed to get anxious when I'm high. And like, 
since then I've like kept trying, but I like have to be very careful. And so I think that that kind of um, broke my brain, but I'm mm. fine. Yeah. That like opened the floodgates of then like every time I would get a little high, I would be like, oh no, it's going to happen again. Right. I mean, that totally makes sense. That sounds like a terrible experience. Yep. If you're listening, you know who you are. Ruined yeah. my relationship with weed. Enemy a man. Of God. <laughs> enemy of God. Definite enemy of God. <laughs> Um, anyway someone else (laughs) yeah I well so the story that I mentioned before that I kind of like think of as my first experience getting high because it's memorable and also like I said all the other times before this were very boring um but I was just at this like high school party um I was not cool in high school I didn't get invited to a lot of parties and like for some reason only one of my friends was there and he was there with like a bunch of his friends from another school. And so I didn't know anyone else. So I like went and hung out with them and they were sharing a joint. Again, I think this was like five to 10 people sharing one joint. (laughs) Um, But we like definitely convinced ourselves that we were high. Um, And it was like kind of a wild party. Like I remember a lot of people were like throwing up like out just outdoors like randomly we were like in like one of my classmates backyards um and at some point the person who was throwing the party his mom like woke up I guess she had been asleep somehow but the party was like so loud and crazy that she like came out and started kind of like yelling at everyone but for some reason she really fixated on me and my friend and like the group that we were with because we were the only ones smoking and she got so pissed at us and started like yelling and like kicked us out of the house um I think like people were supposed to sleep over but she was like literally just like get out um and I just remember at the time and this will really tell you a lot about what I was like in high school I was just like so mad that like I was the one that got in trouble and I thought (laughs) it was really unfair because all these other people were like getting drunk and like driving drunk and like throwing up everywhere and like just you know doing like kind of dangerous things and I was like we're literally just having like a small amount of weed um but you know it was it was all fine um I clearly have still not let it go to this day but ultimately (laughs) um nothing too negative happened um but in terms of great experiences I was just thinking about the time um I guess it was last winter, like depths of pandemic winter. And Laura came to New York to visit and we were all just like hanging out in a park. And it was like, there was snow on the ground. We were all like bundled up, but it was like, fine. We made it work. Um, And because we like were hanging out outdoors because of the pandemic. And we just like, we had these edibles that had um, a microdose of shrooms in them as well. And it was just like, such a lovely and fun yes. time oh my that god so i love those edibles yeah that they're was so good because so i've had those same ones they're so good yes and we had to uh facetime zoe during it because yes oh my god in my mind in you person, were just there but i know no yeah. we were facetiming but i've had those <laughs> same the same edibles from the same person <laughs> um Yeah, I haven't had many negative experiences. I definitely have been with someone who was having a very bad experience, and that was really scary. I definitely used to get some paranoia, uh, for sure. Um, But I did tell this story on one of the Psychedelics episodes, but just like the, the long and short of it was I took 
mushrooms and was tripping and hiked to the top of a mountain in northern Maine. On top of this mountain, there was a like 100 foot up fire tower that you could climb up and go into. And so I climbed up and went into it and it was like wild because there was kind of like a storm happening, but beautiful. And I was up there uh, with my friend who had also taken the mushrooms and this older man comes up and I was like, oh no, like we're in Northern Maine. I don't know what the vibe's going to be. He comes up and he was like, hey, so I have this dab rig in my backpack. <laughs> um, would you guys, would you guys mind if I did that slash like, do you want that? And I, and I just was like, yeah. I mean, like, if, if you're if you're offered a dab from some guy on top of a mountain in Maine, I, I mean, like, I feel like there's only one answer to that question. <laughs> anyway, not to everyone, but for me. Um, so that was just like a lovely thing. Um, I, I was just very special and like a beautiful experience. Um, and then that. all I also wanted to say is I have had literally some of the best sex of my life when I was really stoned and yes. like just like wanting to have multiple orgasms like in a way that I feel like is very much heightened um, in that in that. So, yes, we love that. Yes. Um, I I think my like least favorite moment getting high because like I don't have like haven't had like a lot of really bad experiences but I have been around other people having not good experiences and this may have been on a psychedelic situation but I have a close friend who will remain unnamed who like had the same amount as I did and he is like my height and probably like 30 pounds heavier than me so I was like I'm sure this will be fine forgetting that in high or college he had come to visit me for a weekend and we had drank the exact same amount like I was like watching him we were getting drinks at the same time a night that I remember perfectly clearly he got sent to the hospital because he was like projectile vomiting oh, no. as he walked oh, down no. the street um so I shouldn't have been like, oh yeah, you have the same amount as I have. I should have, I should have remembered from like age 18 that we can't ingest the same amount of substances. It doesn't work. And so while I was sitting with his girlfriend listening to Enya and staring at a beautiful white ceiling. Powerful. He was like, hey, um, can I ask you a question? Who am I? And I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> this is not going well for you. He was like, okay. He said his girlfriend's name. His girlfriend's name head has gotten really long. And Kellen, your head is made of hexagons. Do you think that's bad? I was like, well, it seems like you're really upset by it. So yes. Yeah, like it was it's not bad uh, necessarily. Right. It's not inherently bad. He was like, I can't remember what I'm doing on Monday do you know what I'm doing on Monday and I was like honestly the fact that you can't remember what you're doing on Monday is a plus to a lot of people oh yeah but like you're interpreting the situation in a very negative way which I can understand if you don't know who you are but um yeah that was a disaster uh luckily he is fine um 
And then it's hard for me to name a favorite thing, but I did want to share one story that I find very funny when I'm high and <laughs> probably no one else will think is funny, but I was hanging out with two friends. Well, one friend of the pod and one friend of mine. Um, and we just had like a shit ton of edibles. And my one friend looked at us very seriously and was like, you guys, I have a, I have an important question. And I'm not sure you'll know the answer. And we we're like, okay, like, what is it? Hit it, hit us with it. And she was like, how much bigger do you think a tuna is than a salmon? Do you think it's 600 times bigger? And just like stared at us waiting for an answer. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Like, how did you come up with 600 times? Do you know how many times That's... bigger than something 600 yeah, times is? So many times. <laughs> it's like, I, that can't even be the right order of magnitude. But I love it as a guess. <laughs> Um, so that's just like one of my favorite things to happen recently. I'll never forget 600 times the tuna and the salmon. We, we love to see it. <laughs> I love that. And I need to know the answer now. Wait, yeah. I want to guess first before you reveal it. Okay. Well, um, I don't know. I'm looking it up. I'm she asked the question. I don't no, know Zo- what it is. Zoe's looking it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My guess. This is the quiz. <laughs> nine times. I'm gonna say thirty. I don't know times. the answer yet. I'm still looking. <laughs> I feel like I've already I've already seen too much, but oh. I'm looking at the average size of a tuna and the average size of a salmon. That I'm That's gonna need to do math. some calculations. <laughs> no well, no, I was trying to find out what the actual answer is. Oh, I thought you were um, guessing. No, no, no. So I'm not me guessing. I already started looking it up before we started guessing. I think it's too late for me. Okay. Um, well, we got nine and is, we got 30. How much is the average tuna? The thing is, okay. there's a big range in both. There is, is a I'm big finding. range. I agree. I would say, honestly, the thing is, you could find a tuna and a salmon that are exactly the same size. No, you, you could what I've learned. You could. you could really okay. Yeah. Wait, wait. Okay, give me, give me the range tuna. sizes. The biggest according tuna and- to okay. I don't. I don't have that kind of data on this. I do. But- I'm on a to z animals.com. You want to know? Yes. Okay. Well, give me the big. We're going to divide the biggest tuna by the smallest salmon, and then the the smallest tuna by the biggest salmon. Okay. So you get the full range of times bigger. Okay. See, I told you I do math when I'm high. Oh, anyway. Wow. Okay. All right, I'll read I'm you. I'm impressed. So no, it's not impressive. It's sad. No. <laughs> okay, so for Please tuna, don't. a bullet tuna is 1.6 feet and four pounds, but then the largest is an Atlantic bluefin tuna, which is 15 feet and up to 100. No, 1,508 pounds. Okay, got 1508, it. And yes, 1508 divided by whatever the, the smallest salmon is. Okay. So the smallest salmon is two feet and six inches. Uh, no, two feet, six inches and 15 pounds. Oh, well, that's easy. That's a hundred times because it's 1500 divided by 15. But then the largest salmon is up to 135. Pounds. Wait, how many times is it? It's a hundred times because it's fifteen hundred. Oh, is yeah. the largest for the smallest salmon, and right? The smallest salmon is fifteen, so it, uh, it can be up to a hundred times bigger. Or what's the what biggest? Was the salmon? largest salmon? One hundred thirty-five pounds. So that is 
point oh two nine. So or point or sorry three percent <laughs> big three three percent of <laughs> yep Whoa. it could be a hundred times bigger or three percent of this is what the people came That's for such a oh sorry wow if we're gonna multiply it then it's just point three times bigger no yeah point th- right no Point three right. times. No, it's still point three <laughs> times of. I love it so much. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, that's pretty much where I'm at. I'm, I'm like, sticking with. What? I need to be able to keep the information that like they could be the same size. That's yeah. what comforts me the most. So, yeah. well, now we know the ranges. Kind of. Um, <laughs> Thirty-three times smaller is the best way to say it. Instead of of, it could be either okay, 100 so it could be a hundred times, times bigger or thirty-three times, times smaller. That's such a range, but okay, six hundred times was clearly too big. But I was wrong that it was the wrong order of magnitude. A hundred times is that's still true. That's mm. true. And Laura and I both thought that nine <laughs> a tuna would always I was so be confident. bigger than a salmon and sometimes salmon are but i mean you know i feel like you were well within the range that we discovered that's true <laughs> which was massive yes yeah. so we got a listener question i it or maybe a, a friend slash listener question who is the worst billionaire and why oh Okay, I loved getting this question because so the first thing I did is I Googled like, give me a list of billionaires, like who are the billionaires so that I could like, okay. you know, pick. Do you want to tell us who some of them are? Do you oh, remember absolutely. Like, any that stood um, out? So I was stuck out for like, you know, about seven people, but I narrowed it down to two for everyone. But the wow. seven, seven that I would really because there was like a lot of people on the list, but. We hate all of them. We hate every single one of right. them. That's why this yes. question is so fun. But we have fun. to pick one right. that's like the worst. That, yeah. Right. This exactly. is not a Libra Moon friendly question. No, true. <laughs> true. Um, so the the richest person in the world is Elon Musk. And, and we hate him. And we hate him. And he is worth $264.1 billion. The next wealthiest person in the world is Jeff Bezos, who has less than half of that, which is still obviously like 130 billion. Wow, pathetic Jeff. Exactly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So those are obviously two of them. Um, There's also the Koch brothers who are on there individually. Um, So if you're not familiar with the Koch brothers, they basically have influenced a lot of legislation in the United States. Um, there's also the Walton family, which is like Walmart. Um, there's Mark Zuckerberg, who is, spoiler alert, one of my tops, my top hated. (laughs) Um, there is, you know, Bill Gates. There were, Mm -hmm. you know. Wow, so many people I hate. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but please tell tell us more about why Zuckerberg is one of your picks, or who your picks are. I, I... I will I will say my two picks are Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Elon Musk because he's just like the most annoying person on the planet. Like he's just the most annoying worst human. I mean, first of all, he's the wealthiest human, so he's the worst. Secondly, 
Um, so yeah, like Elon Musk like pretends he's all about environmentalism and is literally like single handedly destroying everything too. Um, he's the worst. Obviously, all these people are terrible at labor stuff, and he's no exception. But he pretends that he's a lib, which is the worst. I mean, he is a lib, and libs are bad. Um, Zuckerberg is a, my other least favorite because um, I really think that he is a big reason why all of our metadata is being mined all over the place. Like he really started that with Facebook and now it's like Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, everything under the meta category is all mining your activities and like taking information from that so that things are more targeted towards you. Um, And that is why he's a billionaire, which is inherently evil. Yeah, I think that my answer to this question, well, I think that Elon Musk is the most annoying billionaire um, and also possibly the most annoying person that has ever lived. Right. Um, so I, I can't disagree with you on that front. I My my two were the Koch brothers, who I'm counting as one person, or Rupert Murdoch. Because um, I think that in terms of mm, that's like, political influence in the United States, even though Murdoch is like Australian, I'm pretty sure um, they like in terms. So the they're the like, Murdoch is responsible for Fox News. It's, he's the reason why we have Fox News and all of those sort of subsidiaries, as well as the copycats of Fox News. He revolutionized the. Um, like he's also the reason we have msnbc because they copied fox news's strategy like he revolutionized the like 24-hour news cycle game and is really yeah like an architect like why we right. have bush as president yeah no literally exactly right. and also arguably donald trump right. um so and then the Koch brothers are funding a lot of other types of media um, whatever, like Murdoch isn't funding, the Koch brothers are doing it. And they tend to be in some ways like targeted towards like the more intellectual spheres, um, not like spheres of people, but like spheres of, of like funding a lot of university stuff, funding like think tanks and things like that, like pol- creating policy proposals and that sort of thing. So they're not speaking as much to the, like the public as um, to law and academia, I guess, but they're kind of like that counterpart for Murdoch. I hope I explained that fine. Yeah, uh, but those are did. those are my billionaires. Fuck yeah, yeah. This is just more evidence of how smart you are, Wall High. Yeah, oh my God, like I so could much. not have explained. Literally, that. I'm like right he's now. so annoying, and he minds your data. <laughs> What's your valid reasons to be upset about things? Yeah, true. So um, I because this is a feminist podcast looked up um billionaire women hell yeah <laughs> um because Amazing. we can't leave girl bosses out of the hate of course number one is francois bettencourt myers and she is um the granddaughter of the founder of l'oreal the beauty company and oh. she's been the richest woman on the planet for two years now And then honestly, after that in the list, we get a lot of fucking knockoffs from the men's list. So we have Alice Walton. Laura talked about the Waltons. Um, She's the daughter of the founder, Sam Walton. Mm -hmm. Then we have Julia Koch, who is the widow of uh, David Koch. Um, And we hate her. I don't know what she personally did, but she was married to him. So nothing good. (laughs) Nothing good. (laughs) 
Um, and then we have Mackenzie Scott. You might know her as ex-wife of Jeff Bezos. Ooh. And she's become one of the most uh, philanthropic billionaires, according to this list. Oh. So uh, shout oh. out to shout her. Out. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's just like she donated $12.5 billion to more than this many organizations. It's like organizations that do what? Right. <laughs> Right. I don't how okay, where did she donate it to? Um questionable. Wait, what okay, this one I love because I don't know who this is, Jacqueline Mars, but it says source of wealth, candy, comma, pet food. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, okay, it's I was gonna say candy like Mars. Oh Mars, yeah, so she inherited the Mars Incorporated, which is candy and pet yeah. food conglomerate behind MMs. And brands like Iams and Pedigree. I didn't know they but were yeah, owned I by one person. I did not know about the pet food. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't seem like a great combo, like chocolate and food for dogs. Kind right. of. Right. I don't know that I understand that one. Um, That's capitalism, baby. That is capitalism. I, those are those are really some of the the top hitters that we have here. And if I had to choose of those, a least favorite. Um, I'm going to go with with Coke because some of these women, um, no, some of them were like daughters and you can't really control like who your parents were, but like she chose to marry him. And so I feel fine hating her for that. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like that's That's feminism. (laughs) Yes. It's just interesting also to see how like how many like families just have all the wealth. Like it's just Mm. all the same people. Oh, for sure. Um, this is so hard because I just hate them all so much, but I think I have to go with Jeff Bezos as just Mm. like, I think he's just done like the most different types of harm possibly Mm -hmm. like in terms of like labor violations and like ruining the planet with like Mm -hmm. same day shipping and like, I don't know, their Amazon helps with like keeping immigrants in detention centers and keeping people in prison. Like there's just so many different harms that right. Amazon has made worse and or enabled. Um, and he does a lot of the same like whack, uh, like let's go to space shit as Elon Musk, but right. he's just like a little quieter and more chill about it. <laughs> and while I do hate Elon Musk with a fiery passion, I think that sometimes Jeff Bezos like slides under the radar a little bit. And he owns the Washington Post, which is insane and should not be allowed. Right. So. Hey, now. Yeah. Democracy dies in darkness. Okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but shout out to the Amazon workers who are creating a fucking union. Hell yes. That's extremely exciting. And, you know, if any of them should also happen to murder Jeff Bezos, that would be great, too. But. <laughs> Yeah, that for, was a joke for legal, was a joke. For, for legal, for legal, for legal purposes. <laughs> so I have a follow-up question to the tuna salmon discourse. Um, so in the U.S., I want y'all to guess if people eat tuna or salmon more and like how much more. Oh, no. Okay. And I'll tell you the answer. I'm going to guess salmon wow. by twice. I'm I'm gonna say tuna for sure because I'm thinking of canned tuna. Oh right, and so there's canned I, salmon. Same. 
Yeah, but nobody eats that. Yeah, no one's I vegan do. except for <laughs> I, I was gonna say except for cats. <laughs> it's also like if you're judging by New York, the amount of locks that's consumed. That's true. Could, that's a like, good point. But but yeah. tuna salad I was sandwiches. Thinking, I do no, think yeah, it might it be is tuna. More yeah, I think it's tuna by how much? And I think it's two. eight. Eight I'm times more tuna. Fifty times more tuna. Okay. Well. No. Uh, <laughs> Laura was correct, except exactly in reverse, so precisely incorrect. The answer is... <laughs> I'm sorry, what was still closer, though, than either of our guesses yeah, in terms so, of, like, magnitude? So over 1 billion pounds per year of tuna consumption in the U.S., and that is more than twice that of salmon. Uh... Wow. Well, honestly, so they I had the number the right. More you know. the, this, the, I would have thought it was exactly. Like way, they had the number right. Just so, yeah. Times. That's what I meant. <laughs> the this episode. I hope you liked it. Um, <laughs> you know, if you did like it, we actually did this in years previous only for Patreon people. So you can uh, go ahead and check those out at Patreon.com/slash Season of the Bitch. You can also follow us on instagram and twitter at season of the bee you can rate review subscribe on itunes and you can um get high so true yep <laughs> in our honor exactly Yay. okay happy 420 everyone Yay, happy you. 420 love, love you. you love you bye, bye. <laughs>